Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the final word. Everton 1, Luton Town 2. We've been here before. This time, it's the FA Cup. Everton are out. Um, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a depressing game. A good lesson at the weekend. Low quality football match. And unfortunately, we are out of the competition. The magic of the cup, some would say. <laughs> It was a thoroughly depressing experience, wasn't it? <laughs> Which basically sums up being an Evertonian at the moment. Mm. Um, I've seen someone say being an Evertonian is like watching Titanic and hope, thinking the ship's going to win at the end or something like that. It's like, it is quite depressing. But obviously, listen, going into it, I didn't get the impression from the manager that it was very high up on a priority list. Um mm due to everything else that he's having to fight at the moment. There's there's Premier League point deductions, there's more charge, there's takeovers that are just seem to be put at the bottom of the pile, there's injuries creeping up. So, you know, you, you can understand the manager kind of going, this isn't too far up on my priority list. Mm. But my only thing with that is, yeah. why didn't he mix the team up more then? Yeah. If, if it's really a case of, we want to win, but I'm not won't be the worst thing in the world if if, if it didn't happen. Yeah. Why didn't he, he put five or six different players there? I, I don't know. That's that's a really good question because we've got a game on Tuesday. Um and he does he, he the way he spoke before the game was it wasn't the biggest priority in the world, mm. but and I know he does still want to win every game and, and course, fair yeah. play for that. He he doesn't make excuses, so mm. no issue with that. But then why not make a couple of changes then or why not put a couple of people on the bench that are, could come on, could add something of freshness and excitement for the crowd? Why have two goalkeepers on the bench? I'll never understand that. And no. Listen, people, you know, you can you can criticise managers or you can criticise you can criticise parts of what they're doing without you know this city they're saying no, oh, we want them sacked. And you can still no. criticise, and I just don't get it. I don't get part of what he does. I don't get why he starts a team that's basically going to be probably nine of the starting team against Fulham, I'd imagine. I don't get that. Mm. I don't get why you wouldn't freshen up the bench a little bit and bring five subs on during the game just to, again, make sure people aren't running to the ground ahead of a really important game. Other teams do it. Mm. Other teams to get, get the benefit doesn't always work. I saw Palace making those changes. They ended up losing and they lost the next game. 
but we've seen you know Luton make five changes in this game and get the win. Whether that benefits them tomorrow night when they play, who knows? But you've got to give yourself the best chance. And if you're not, to, if you, if it's not, if it's not high up on your list as as a massive priority, then fair play. Go about your business that way. Then I just find it really, really strange. Yeah, it would. I mean, going into the ground, obviously he'd made Beto was starting up alongside Dom. I don't really think he had that much opportunity, no. you know, that much choice. He could have played. I mean, Dan Juma's a mad one because I get the manager doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't like him mm. or he just doesn't trust him or he just doesn't think he suits what he's doing. But in a cup game at home, that's surely a game for him to start. He could have played Dobbin, but then he might think he's not ready. But again, Goodison, cup game, why not? So we went with a 4-4-2. Virginia come in. So he's not scared to take out England's number one. Put Virginia in. They did things like you do. Like they've been practising it all week, the 4-4-2. But it certainly didn't look like that. And the way Everton's... I mean, Luton had had three attempts at goal, I think, after 93 seconds. And they, they just got straight on with uh... what they were doing. And we just looked well, a little bit. It wasn't like we were all over the place, but we... It was just so flat and so disjointed. Let's get it right. A team like Luton has a set way of playing and it doesn't really matter who plays. Mm. They just play the same way and everyone buys into it. We have a way of playing that only works when the Corey plays mm. and that is the biggest downfall of Sean Dyche as, as Everton manager mm. is that he has no idea how to set a team up and get, get the same um, results on the pitch, unless the Corey's, the Corey's in there, and that's his biggest issue. Mm. And he's lost them. He's lost them for four weeks. He's going to lose them for. He's lost them. Looks like another four weeks. Well, he said he's not involved this and week, hasn't he? It's a massive issue. And if you can't do that, then I'm sorry. Then that sort of does say how limited you are as a manager. I get. I, you know, listen. There'll be loads of people out there saying he's got. He's got. Um, He's got a really tough job. He has got a really tough job. I appreciate that. And he's done really well mm. as the Everton manager. You know, should have 27 points, should be comfortable in mid-table. But if you've only got one way of playing and the way that you play that style is dictated to by one player mm. and without some, it doesn't work, it all falls apart, then you've got a massive issue. You've got serious issues then. You just mentioned there, you know, saying, well, they trained all week or they didn't train all week on 4-4-2. Why aren't you training 4-4-2 like, all the time anyway? Just to just to freshen, because you've so you've got a different way of doing things. So you have got a different, so you know what you're doing when you're playing four four two. I just I don't buy into that thing of like oh they only had three days. No, you don't train every day. I don't football or stuff. Yeah, I don't buy into that. You you set you you give the players all the information and you say when we play this way, this is how we play, mm -hmm. and when we play this way, say four four two, this is when we play, and when we play three at the back, this is how we play. I just I don't buy into this thing of like you you have to just go oh you know I do understand that I am very very conscious of how limited the squad is. Mm. Well then open it up a little bit then for games like this. Give other people an opportunity. Put players. Put give a young say to a young player who's playing in the under twenty ones. You know if you have a good game, I'll you might be an opportunity for you to be on the bench for a cup game. And then there might be an opportunity for you to come on if that if the situation arises. I don't 
understand why you would limit yourself as a manager and as a football club. I don't get that. People can well say, well, you know, look at his bench, he's got no one to bring on. That's his decision. He puts two goalies on the bench. That's his decision. Yeah, but still, there's still seven <laughs> outfield yeah. players there. Other teams make five subs. They're not all top players, are they? I just don't get it. Don't well, get why you would cut your nose off to spite your face with someone like Dan Juma. I don't get that at all. I don't understand it myself, but it, it is what it is. We, we're, we're, we're battling with a very, very small squad. He's, he's down to two midfielders. Yeah. Literally down to two midfielders. You know, Gomez was almost a by the way because mm. we had no other players and he come in, he'd done all right and he's lost him now. Mm. This is what happens and it... it I'm mad. I just found it a little bit mad, but Everton just started slowly. Like mm. I said, the game was flat, really. And the, the most annoying thing is, as two strikers, if you see your partner jumping, you should be running beyond them, and neither of them ran when the other one jumped. Yeah. I just didn't get it. There was one where Beto basically just stood under Dom as he jumped. It's like, what do you want him to do? He's flicking it on. If flicking it on, you've got to run. And the same with Beto. If he's mm. jumping, Calvert-Loon's got to be on his bike. And all they did was compete for the first ball because they knew neither striker was going to get on the end of it and run after it. So it, it didn't. that didn't kind of work. And then the occasions when we did start getting a grip of the game, and we did at times, we just passed up. We kicked the ball out of play. Mm. There was like two or three times we got in their box, but the one ball and we're through, and we've over it. And it's like, what is going on? That was everybody. Yeah. Dwight McNeil done it, Onana done it, James Garner done it twice when we were in, Dom done it. And it was it was a very, very frustrating performance. And you know, in the first half we had a we had a Dwight McNeil header that Krull caught. That was a comfortable one. There was one nice little bit of link up play between Dom and Beto, and Beto just put the shot wide. Thought it should should have hit the target, put it wide. And then he had the other one where it's on the left, we play thingy and on the left foot, and it's like, just smash it and hesitate, and then the shot gets blocked. The chance goes because we're taking too long to get a shot away. And lo and behold, Luton, Luton breaking and get a corner that wasn't shot that it's Andros Townsend on the heel and went out for a goal kick, the referee. Simon Hooper, who is absolutely diabolical as a referee, uh, give a corner and and we go behind from it. Mm. Did you think it was a foul? He definitely pushed them. Yeah. I don't know whether Dom's tried to be clever and make the most of it, or whether he's just that thing where you jump in the air and if someone shoves you, you lose your balance. I don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. It, he's got his hands in his back, so I understand why he's asking for it. It's unlucky that it's Michelenko on the head or the see, arm and goes in. See, to me, that's more of a foul than... Like share pulling is, I think, because I think when you when you tussle with each other, and it is one one thing, you know, it's uh, you know half one, six the other, and all that. Mm. Um, six of one, half a dozen of the exactly, other. That yeah. one. Um, yeah. This was a, this was two hands in the back, mm. and if you feel two hands in your back and you're not you're not waiting for it, then you might fall forward and. I, I thought it was a I thought it was a foul. Just the simple fact is, if a player puts his two hands into the into your back and his intention is to push it over, then I think That's it's a foul. Now people might say, well, Dom should have been stronger. He should have been, but then Dom might have been. Well, I've just been pushed in the back, mm. and I'm I've been caught off balance because yeah, well, it. it, isn't it? And and you you can't 
you know, so I, 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 I thought what they did, they actually just stopped them and now we're getting a free kick here. I was amazed that it was given as a goal, it really was, because I just thought, he's been pushed, he's been pushed. I'm not like, don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here saying, <clears throat> crying about it, but I, I do, I do think it was a foul. Um, I think the biggest thing is you can, you can actually see the, the hands in his back. Yeah, yeah. Ross Barkley puts, pushes him, the hands in his back, whether or, and that, you know, the referee or VAR, that's been our friend anyway all season, has it? Has um, decided there isn't enough to make him go down, but he has gone down. So, and, and obviously it's unlucky that it's Michalenko and ends up probably in the only place Virginia couldn't get there, and you're behind. And, and it was the goal was was very befitting of the game. I thought yeah. the game was such a low quality game of football from both sides. Both sides were poor, like really poor on the day. Passing was terrible from the pair of them. It was the intensity was low. It was quiet. It was just one of them afternoons where, from our perspective, I think we've had we're, we're suffering and we're having we've been hit with a lot of things as fans this season and, and for the last couple of seasons. And Saturday felt like a culmination of it all. And then when the game is playing out the way it is with just a scrappy, horrible game of footy, that goal seemed to epitomise everything about the game. And you're one nil, one nil down. You know we could have had the penalty. Beto's getting held and dragged mm. in the box and he waits till he comes out the box and then gives a free kick. And the thing he gave the free kick for was actually less than what was happening in the penalty area. Yeah. You know, and he looks bemused too, but as if to go like, what? Give you yeah. the free kick? Mate, it was a penalty. Yeah. And, you, you know, he'd given, he'd given offside when Beto was onside. It was weird. It was a weird thing. But we just couldn't get any kind of momentum. We got a free kick and Garner didn't hit the target. We needed to... Andre Gomez, um, and we just, you know, we, Tim Krull had very little to do really, and I know Joe Virginia at the other end certainly in the first half didn't have much to do either, and you go in one nil down at half time and not playing well, and you're thinking you'll, you'll have to make changes here because it's not going very well, and maybe bring Dan Juman on at mm. half time and try to like mix it up a little bit or whatever, but. Because I thought Dwight McNeil was really poor. He, he looked off it so much. I don't know whether he's playing with an injury or whether just everything that's gone on for him this this year is just is he's struggling a little bit with it, or, or he's just out of form. He might just be something as simple as he's just not playing well. He's not doing the stuff he was doing in the second half of last season, which is tear arse and everywhere. When he got into good areas in the first half, his crossing wasn't very good, and he's normally that's normally the best part of his game. People don't like to talk about it, but he's been rubbish this season. Yeah, he, he, has. he has. He's been rubbish. Yeah. Apart from the little spell during like the four the four matches that we won in a row, he's mm. been rubbish. Mm. And people don't like to talk about it. It's uh, I don't know myself. He's working hard. He's doing this for the team. Doing that for the team. Just waiting. Him. He's been rubbish. Mm. As I said, that that he caught fire a little bit. Obviously, got in the goal against Forest and the goal against Newcastle. Mm. He's been dross. I mean, absolutely doesn't. Eamon Harrison just offer very such so, such so, 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 offer. They don't know. they don't offer anything, really. You know, I know Harrison scored, and that's the irony, but in in they don't they don't produce enough. Mm. And Saturday was just so frustrating having two players who can get wide and get crosses in and the crosses were just I think that there wasn't many between them, I know that. Mm. Um but the and they're so one paced. It's just, it's just, it's not, you know, you watch other teams and you watch how they go forward and they have the, they have the pace and how they, pace, how they break through the lines. 
And I told Luton did that much better than us on mm. Saturday going through the lines. But but yeah, Martin has been rubbish this season. I, I say like people don't want to talk about it, but it, it's facts. They're the facts. Um, and I know there are circumstances, and I mm. whole wholly understand those circumstances. And again, it shows you where we are as a squad. Mm. But you can't give them but again, ball. the manager doesn't want to give opportunities to to other players. Even if it's a case of, well, McNeil got in against Palace and it felt like he'd been rushed back. Just giving him the opportunity to have a game off, knowing that there's a game on Tuesday. I I just don't get that. Mm. And I never will get it. I don't get how you can flog players and then wonder why you're not getting the performances. And and, and when you've got... I just don't get that. There's just... would anyone have been asked if Dan Juma had started on Saturday? Would anyone have gone, what are you doing? No. Anyone would have, people would have gone, right. I it's think an... people will want to see what he's got. Yeah. Because he's different than what the players were watching week in and week out. Uh, I've been massively burnt out by the first half of the season mm. because they put everything into it. And I get, and I, I, I totally understand mm. you give everything first half of the season. And they should and, be. The work that they've done in the opening half of the season should see Everton practically yeah. safe, really. Yeah. They've put a lot in. We got, we've got we got 27 points. I know the league table says differently, no, but that's no. what we have. We got to a quarter-final of one-cup competition. We we're in the fourth round. They've put everything into it. And that's why Saturday, that's why I was started off by saying his priority list, which is fine. I know fans will feel differently. Of course they will, because it's another year and we're all desperate for something. But if the manager is weighing everything up and he goes, I've got to prioritise it because the Premier League right now is more important, then give the likes of Dwight a go. You know, we're open. It was about this time last year he caught fire. One of the dates come in, he started and he was excellent. And I hope that's exactly what happens this season. But up to now, his performances haven't been good enough. He's had some games when he has been really good, but consistency-wise, same with Jack on the other side. He's had some good games. He works. His, he does work his bollocks off. But that's what you. But that's that's what we praise him for but all the no time. No, I'm saying he does. He no, does no, but that's everything. what we praise him for all the time. Mm. We never sit here and we never go. Oh, God, our wide men today they tore them to bits. Mm. We always go. Oh, God, they work hard, don't they? And they get back into shape and they make it hard for people. Court, we can talk. We'll we'll talk all day about that. That's not an issue. But we. But isn't that just where we are? Isn't that? No, I don't we've think got it the, is. We've got the manager. It has a way of playing. That is fundamentally hard work. Other gonna... clubs have, other clubs play differently. Like that, Al Benny, but Luton, I think, signed the number seven. Mm-hmm. He's a wide player. He works up and down. He's quick. He's bright. He wasn't great Saturday, but he, you could see he was a handful. We don't have that. We don't have that extra dimension in our game. So the manager's built because he's his hands are tied, really, aren't he? He's just built a stability about the team. The problem with the stability about the team is if it doesn't function the way that it the way that it does on its best day, it becomes very predictable. Our wide players have got no unpredictability yeah. about them. Dwight McNeil's greatest strength is getting half a yard and putting a cross in or striking a ball. Jack Harrison is all effort, hard work. He'll cut back in mm-hmm. and he'll have shots and he scores a good goal. Well, the keeper should have done better, but at least he was positive and he'll do that. The biggest issue we have is when their levels have dipped, the manager hasn't been brave enough to go, you're playing, mm-hmm. you come out. Europe. And especially in the cup, I get it, sort of get it in the league. He, he knows what he wants. But in a game at home where the crowd, like you said, I don't think anyone would. If we'd have got the team and it'd have gone, 
Now, Dobbins on one wing and Dan Juma's mm -hmm. on the other. We'd have just gone, right, let's see what happens. Yeah. And the other two were on the bench. Oh, he could have, if he wanted the safety of one, just play one person and rest the other, then take, mm -hmm. you know, if it was McNeil and, and Dan Juma have Harrison sub, then bring Harrison on after an hour and take McNeil mm -hmm. off. And then at least they're getting a bit of a break and the team's getting something different. But the, Sean Dyke's biggest issue is the core. Mm. And we've not he's not been able to solve it. And my the little bit of criticism that I would have for him and for Kevin Thelwell in this the recruitment team is that we got a snapshot of this last season when Decore got mm. sent off. We were doing well, he was out the team, we we went to pieces, we sort of didn't know what we were doing. And then he was back in and we were okay. We start to see, you know, we, we built our momentum, he starts scoring goals again. He goes out the team, we don't know what we're doing again. And the there had to be a game plan for that. There's got to be. And now this window, it looks as though we're not bringing anyone in unless we can get people out. Have they looked at that and gone, well, Abdelai de Corey might be out. I mean, Dice has already said he's not available for Fulham or Spurs. And you would imagine he won't be available for City. Why would you play him? So, what, so therefore, all of a sudden, there's another three Premier League games gone mm -hmm. without him. So they should be identifying now who they could go and get on loan should that opportunity arise in the next mm. few days. If it doesn't, then we're scratching our heads again because who plays there? That's a big problem because we don't have any other way of playing. Mm. But we come I mean, we come out for a second half and was it slightly better? We might have upped it very, very slightly, but we did get the equaliser. Beto does really well. Good, strong turn. It was the first time, really, he just kept it simple. Mm. Struck the defender off, clipped it over to Harrison. He goes on the run. The lad slips. He comes inside. It's a Tim Krull should save it, of course. He should. It squirms under his body. And in befitting of the game, it squirms across the line and it's 1-1. One, one. Were you disappointed? Because the crowd did come alive yeah. then and it was quite noisy. Were you disappointed we didn't go on and... and put them under even more pressure because oh. I think we did step it up a little bit but it just wasn't there was just it just wasn't enough was it just not good enough to do that are we we're not, we're not good enough to do that we 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 don't have we just there's only been a few games this season certainly home home record is it's awful it's absolutely awful it really is you know terrible how bad that home record is but we don't have that. Like it is like another gear, isn't it, to go up to? We don't have another gear to go up to because we don't have players with the pace or the ability to sustain attacks. Yeah. We've only really seen it in a couple of games. Again, like the Newcastle game and the Chelsea game, that ability to like sustain it. Again, the Corey in the team being a big part of that scoring in both both of those games, didn't he? You know, we don't have that ability to just stay on teams because we're not good enough in midfield. We don't keep the ball. We're sloppy. Um, and up front, nothing seems to stick. No. Don't get players out down because we're not brave enough. The link-up play, it, it, it's just not there. So, no, I, I, I just watched it, watching it, thinking this is very predictable. We're not, we didn't really cause them too many problems. But don't, don't you think we should have created a bit of chaos though at 1 1? Because the crowd were getting behind them. You've got two lads who are six. They don't know how to. Dom, Dom, Dom is the player you look to because you know he's got something about him in terms of holding on to the ball and flicking the ball on and forget about all the other stuff. But in terms of like being able to. 
control the game mm. and get the ball up to him. You expect it from Dom, and it's just not there. I'm really disappointed in Dom, the way... I understand not scoring goals, but it's just the lack of aggression that gets me yeah. with Dominic Carvalhoon. There's no aggression there at all. And I, I just don't understand the centre-forward who doesn't want to get in the face of the opposition and close them down and, and ruffle a few feathers. Mm. I don't get that at all. I don't know how you can be a centre-forward if you haven't got that little bit of... Especially when that's kind of his game. He's not a, he's not picking it up and running. He's no. not like Ollie Watkins, is he? And he's not a, he's not going to drop shoulders and go no. by people. So he's got to engage them in a bit of a battle because yeah. physically... He's, he, you know, it's, I've seen like twice there was one for Dom and one for Beto where we tried to play the ball ahead of him. And Newton's defenders were weighing slow. So mm. But... Beto ends up shoving, throwing the lad on the floor when he's chasing him in the first half that I've given a free kick. Dom set off like he was going to get there and then the lad just beat him by about two yards. And it wasn't because he was naturally quick. We know Dom is quick, but he, I just don't think he believed he was ever going to beat him. And therefore, he slowed down. The lad just cleared it and it's like, where's the like the intensity yeah. to get after people? Yeah. Beto, Beto is... Beto's chaotic... But then he just wanted to wrestle with people. I just didn't get that. The, the jury on Beto was massively out. No, well, it so. is, isn't it? But he's another one who's come into the I league. I think he's got. A, he just hasn't got much football intelligence. He doesn't mm. understand. He doesn't doesn't know how to like not get into wrestling matches mm. with people because so or he doesn't know how to or if he sees a situation, he doesn't know how to change the situation. No. He just keeps doing the same thing again mm. and again and again. And Dom is just fundamentally just not on it at all and you've got to have that personal front that you can get the ball into and say hey everyone's going to go through me and even if I don't score but we don't get players around them either we don't make too many chances for them it's the same old thing with like a broken record we're just not a very good team at all and and obviously when we're not functioning at the levels we need to be at to make it work you see how poor we are the and final third is Absolutely, oh, it's a business. We it's do sometimes we do okay. We, we do all right to get into areas, and then everyone's static. I was just looking at the first half as well on Saturday. We had a good little move in the middle of the park. Garner and Onana were creating angles. Michalenko joined in, and we're we working it. McNeil comes and get, and we spin round, and then I looked up. I think McNeil might have had it. I looked up, and like Dom and Beto were just stood on the edge of the box. Harrison is stood watching. And Michalenko goes past McNeil, mm. but the lad's obviously going to go with him. And then Dwight just goes, yeah, it's got to go back, because his favourite pass is back. And he just passes it back. Because he's only got one foot. But it's like, where if I was him on that occasion, I'd have been screaming at the front two to go, who's moving? Yeah. Like, what what do you want me to do here? Because not what... Oh, we get it wide, and we look up and just throw a ball in yeah. aimlessly, and it's like, their, their players will just go. We weren't creating angles. What, what I think Dwight should have done. And what I seen is Burnley team do loads of times with the likes of bleeding Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes was get wide and just put just pepper it, get crosses in and let them get in and cause and that's what I'm saying about the yeah. chaos, right? It might not be we know it's not gonna be silky, lovely little build up play. We know that. Oh, we know that. Neither of them are great. We haven't got great footballers you can open teams up. So what what you do then? You create chaos, you put balls in the box and you say to people, go and bomb on. Go and get in and see if anything's dropped there's, there's for no, you. There's no, there's no, I don't know whether it's the, there's no pace, is there? There's no like no. recovery pace to get back. 
Onana doesn't want to push forward. Garner doesn't want to push forward. So then you're saying to the wingers, but then the wingers are so structured. You don't have that player who's the link up. So both centre forwards are standing next to each other. You don't have the core playing in the space. Mm -hmm. So you've got and your you, fullbacks aren't bombing. We're so limited, yeah. and and the man. It's such a rigid thing that it only really works when we are a team that is fit uh, and is fresh. And we don't look either of those things at the moment. And, and of course, with that, the core, as I said, I've said loads of times, I just, for a manager to only have one formation and one, and a play, for a player to, to, to have to be playing in that formation for it to work, I, I, that's that's a worry to me. That's a huge worry. Because then you are relying on that player. Like, I, I look at the team and I just think, if the core is not playing, then we're, we're in a real, real, we've got a real problems. The Corey has to play for all those other bits to just work. And and that's the way they've obviously worked on it day in and day out. That's that's seriously worrying for the rest of the season. Because it, it feels like you've got momentum and even over Christmas, like the Spurs game, you still you still feel like that momentum's there, even though you've been beaten. And suddenly that momentum's come to a grinding halt. And it's picking that up again. And I don't I don't see the energy within the team, the energy within the fans to pick that up again and get going. And it's going to take, it, 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 it's like a slow process. And it's it's just really hard at the moment. Mm. I think a lot of people are feeling it yeah. um, on and off the pitch. Well, let's have a look at Don's numbers from the weekend, obviously. Uh, 34 touches, no shots at goal. Won three out of ten of his. That's dreams. the that's to me that's disgusting. That you know, one tackle, not having no pass. shots. That's disgusting. As a striker, yeah. as a striker, I think that's a. Well, I, I mean, look at his heat map though. He's not no, even in the box. He's not even in the box. His heat I think map that, is between the halfway line and the penalty spot. I just don't get uh, that yeah. as a centre forward. That was a centre forward. I think you should be looking for the ball, and just driving into a position where at least you can have a couple of shots. Get it out your feet. Mm. Because that's the one thing we do miss massively in this team, by the way, is someone who can just shift it from the left, either to the right or to the left, and just pop one and that's have a badly. shot. We, we do though, we miss it massively though. It's just badly like Garner got the ball in the first half, I think it was Barnett, Garner on the outside of the box, mm. and he had an opportunity to just shift and have a shot, and he didn't. He just slowed it down and looked around, and I think he just passed it wide. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with the old fashioned shift it to the right or whatever, and just get well, it? We had, we had a couple of moments. In the first half, where I mean, we got one opportunity, which should have been a corner. The ref gave offside. I don't know how. Um, where Onana did shoot, yeah. and it got blocked, and it broke to Beto, and the lad's got a great recovery tackle in, and he gave offside. When you see it again, he's miles mm -hmm. on side. Uh, and there was another one as well, which I'd like to ask you about quickly in the Come first on. half. Everton actually scored a goal. Now I know the goalkeeper stopped, mm. but the linesman put the flag up, and the ref stopped the game when Dwight McNeil was through. And on the replay, Dwight McNeil was on side. Mm. VAR was there. The referee shouldn't have blown the whistle. So what, what's happened there? No VAR, I get it, but VAR was there. Yeah, does VAR, yeah. Ball come in, better or Dom had it, laid it, McNeil went through and he was on side and scored. Now the keeper might have saved it, but he was one-on-one -on -one with him. Mm. He knocked it in, Everton were complaining with the VAR telling the referee to yeah. look at it and he just restarted the game, which I didn't get. Um, but Beto, in the second half, he missed a good chance. It was a knockdown. He's put it over. Mm. He should have hit the target with. But let's have a look at Beto's um, heat map. And touches, 39 touches, similar to Dom. Two shots off target, one shot blocked, one key pass, four tackles. 
his heat map is slightly better, as in mm -hmm. he's in the penalty well, area. The heat maps together. And the heat maps together, look. I mean, Beto's on the right, Dom's is on the left. But there, there's a lot of, the lot of the same spaces being occupied mm. there. Mm. In the middle of the park, 10, you know, 10, 10 yards outside the mm. box. I seen one in the first half. Well, no, they done it a couple of times. It was a, a Jabberjingy kick. They done it, both of them done it. Dom jumped and Beto was basically stood underneath him as he headed it and it went on mm. to the defender. It's like, why haven't you gambled as he's left? And it was the same for Beto. Beto jumped. It didn't. He didn't actually flick it. He took. He took the defender out. The ball went over the heads, and Dom didn't get. Didn't wasn't ready to run past him as if to go. I know you're gonna flick that, and I'm on my bike after it mm. to get me half a chance. And if your strikers aren't working together like that, you're struggling. And it was it, listen. It was the manager did make some like made a couple of changes, didn't he? But about yeah. six, fifteen, fourteen minutes left, whatever. Luton had already made five at this stage. Yeah. Their manager, Rob Edwards, whether he was conserving energy, whether he thought... Freshen I'm going to put some freshness on here because yeah. this game's here to win, whatever. Put the five subs on. Took off. Um, we, we made two. We took Dominic Calvert-Lewin off and put Chimiti on. And, and obviously, Dan Juma came mm. on for Dwight McNeil. But nothing really changed. We had, like I said, Beto had that moment where he's put it over. Dan Juma had a shot when he should have just slipped Chimiti in. Chimiti made a good run if he'd have played mm. them, he was in. And that was really it from us. But they've made the changes, haven't they? And they've been brave in making those changes. And one of the subs has ended up scoring. Mm. And it's just like, that's what can happen. I just don't get this attitude of... And I say, I hear it from fans as well. I just, what could he have done? What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? What could he have done? He's the manager of the football club. I just don't get that attitude what, at all. What do you think has happened in football where you have a squad of, like, what is it, 20 players on a match day, mm. isn't it? In the match day squad, you've got nine subs. So you've got, as it was at the weekend, you've got seven outfield players who was sub. Yeah. Why have you got a kit and a tracky on if you're not good enough to go yeah. and kick a football around? Now, they can't... No one, I, I'm not talking about saying, you know, Martin Sheriff is a professional at Everton Football Club, so he should be able to lead the line no. every week in the Premier League. I'm not saying that. But if I'm Mackenzie Hunt, who was on the bench at the weekend, and I've been playing 21s football and training with the first yeah. team every day, and the manager's gone, you're... In my opinion, you're good enough to come and sit on this bench. Then I'm expecting to get on that pitch. I'm thinking, give me a go on this game. Yeah. Give, put me on in this game because some players have those moments. He might have come on, affected something. We win the game. Then Mackenzie Hunt might not I, ever play forever I, again. I, I would you know love I mean? to know. Honestly, I'd love someone to ask him on his next, next press conference, why would you put two goalies on the bench? Why? A what? few teams. No, do. I don't care about a few teams. Mm. I only care about us. No, of course. Right? Why do you put them on a bench? What does it do? Mm. Why? What is there something that if you put a kid on the bench, it'll, it'll, uh, you have to pay them more or something? Well, or... You will, because they get a bonus. But, so what's the... but then so does so does the person who's on the, the bench. Point? So does Lonergan. Yeah, you're not. We're not. And if, his appearance money will probably be worth more than more than a kid. But I just don't get it. I'd love someone to say what is the point. I just don't, I just don't have a, don't have nine subs then. No, but when people say things like that, what could he do? Well, the professional football, the lads who were good enough to to have an Everton kit on and get paid for playing football. Might as well not have an under twenty ones then. Well, might as well have no under twenty ones. And like I've said before, has everyone investigated Luton subs? Yeah. Has everyone looked and gone? 
the Luton scene that played at Bolton, has everyone looked at every one of them players and gone, wow, he's amazing, he's amazing, even though they don't play for them? No, because teams just bring subs on and go, they're playing this kid. They made five subs and won the game. Hmm? And I don't know half of their subs. I'll be honest, I don't know any of their subs. You know the kid is... I don't, I don't know any of them. Don't know any of them. If they could walk down the street and pass me, okay. I wouldn't know the... Oh, seriously, right. wouldn't know the way. Serious wouldn't know the way. But, but, any of their but what we're saying, what we're saying is these are professional footballers. Everyone in that match station, it's not he's not got two lads out the Gladys seat and you've gone, you can't bring I them just, up. But what I don't get, this is what blows my mind, right? I'm not talking about like whether whether you want to sack the manager, not talking about anything like that. What we're saying is why do people go so hard in defending managers for these things that we all talk about all the time? Why do people why do people um give any manager, not Sean Dice, not Frank Lampard, not Rafa Benitez, not anybody. Mm. Why do they defend these decisions that you go, this decision might cost you in our next game? Remember when, and I'm listen, I'm not saying any of our players, by the way, these young players are this playable. Remember when Carlo played Jared Brantwaite at Wolves? Huh? We just got him from Carlisle. They just threw him in, okay, he gave a goal away, he didn't have a great game. But he played, and he played the next game. And then all of a sudden we were like, he's done, a, he's done all right. He's going out on loan now. Anthony Gordon played games last year. You know? Tom Cannon. <laughs> last year, Tom Cannon was in our under twenty ones. He went on loan, did all right. Now he's absolutely flying. Hmm? Now he's, I'm not saying that way, but this is the same manager who played Ellis Sims up front, right? It's you've got to you've got to look at these situations and say. What's best for the overall thing? So if he wasn't asked about the game, really, then I don't understand. I just don't understand why you wouldn't put lads on the bench. Or why wouldn't you say on Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday night, telling you on 21s, have a look at them and go, who's done well? Who scored? Who could just who could just sit on the bench? Who could be... Oh, but you want them to... What are we missing? Yeah. You, you want to look at it and go, right... For those kids, like this is a game. I'm saying not asked. He wants to win. Of course he does. He knows winning games. He doesn't win enough home games. He knows yeah. that he's won four. Was it five home games in all competitions? It's and it's the next time he plays good, doesn't it? February. Mm. That's all. That's his record. Three Premier League home wins all season, which is diabolical, by the way. It is. So he wants to win them home games. But you've also, if he knows that the Premier League's not his, his total priority, and I get that. Mm. No Everton fan's going to have a go with me. He brings Mackenzie Hunt and Sean McAllister on. Say, nobody will all go. I, I didn't moan them when he brought Schmitty on. I was no. like, good good on you. Get him yeah. on, let's have a look at him. Okay, he done, yeah. he done nothing really. But he He's got a kid sitting on the bench. His name's Dobbin. He, he could have been well, he put him on. on against. He put him on against Chelsea, and the kid yeah, comes up with the win. Do anything else, exactly. but he scored the winner. This, these are the so things we're talking about. Just give, give them, a, especially to save people's I legs. I don't get it. I just, I just don't. I'll never, ever, ever mm. understand that. I'll never. Well, I never understood it. Frank Lampard, but he, you know, whether I think Frank was harshly judged, wasn't harshly judged, whatever. I didn't understand why he didn't use Stanley Mills. I couldn't get my head around it. Now I'm not saying Stanley Mills is world class because he's not. A kid, but we needed players sometimes, and Lampard wouldn't use them. Why? Why, when you've got someone who's in a good moment doing well, why are they not part? I just can't. And it is these managers, Benitez. Why didn't he use Moyes? Okay, you give him a go at Huddersfield, he got yeah, sent yeah. off. But what I mean is, we were, we were crying out for that. Why didn't we use him? Now, ironically, he did invest in Anthony Gordon, and Anthony Gordon ends up getting us money. Mm. But you could go back with all the managers, and it does seem as though some of them give it the Al Carlo. Luke, who? Also, it does I'm not, feel I'm not like sitting that. here, by the way, going, 
going, I want these kids maybe to be involved on Tuesday. But what, no, I'm, no. what I'm saying is it's an FA Cup game. Mm. You can make subs knowing that you've got a game on Tuesday, which is, mm. which we all know is your real focus. It's got to be. And yet, where we are. and yet you're going to play the same place. The problem is, I think, why I... I just, why I, Jordy? Why I would do it would be to try to give, just to keep people fresh, but also to have one eye on it. If we can't bring anyone in yeah. on deadline, no, this week, one of these lads might have to be involved. If we keep getting the injuries the way we are, I, I might have to it. use I one of these. And that was the, to me, that felt yeah. like a, an opportunity to have a look at him and go, yeah. he's all right here. Yeah. He, he can handle that. He might not have been able to. Mm. He might have put Mackenzie Hunt on. And he might have, you know what I mean? He might not have done anything. You might look and go, he's not, he's nowhere near ready. I just don't get but, it. Listen, I, I just it. don't get it. And I'll never, I'll never get it. I'll never get it. It's not a thing. It's not a, it's, I'll just never get it. I'll never get it. But listen, I, I mean, I'm not even convinced that that was the reason why we lost it. No, no. By the way, we, the game was just petering out. We didn't really do much. They end up getting a corner from Tarkovsky. I understand what he was trying to do, play it off someone, but he'd have been better just smashing it into the bullons and dealing with the throwing. They get a corner, and I honestly, I said to the lad next to me, they'll score it. Because you could just tell, we couldn't, we just don't know how to defend corners. Not, not a good thing. Someone sent me, so I don't know if it's accurate, but it said we would, we've conceded the most offset pieces. And I don't know whether that's mm. true, but I know that we're not. I know we've conceded four against them, all offset pieces mm. this season. I know that. Didn't they score exactly the same goal? Well, it was similar to Tom Lockyer, yeah, wasn't it? It was exactly the same goal. Well, they've, they've scored four goals against same us. Same lads won the header. Off four yeah. set pieces. Same lad won the header. Cleared cleared off. Mm. And then someone's been reacted quicker. Yeah. Reacted quicker, by the way. Why is that? Are they fresher? Maybe it's because they've come off the bench. Maybe. I mean, it was unlucky, Danzy. But we should have, We didn't deal with the second. Yeah, yeah. The, the flick took us out the game. But it's that moment where you, you smash it into the bullets and you go, I'd rather give a throw in away than a corner. Because time is basically yeah, yeah. up and target, and nobody's trying to do. But this week, be clever. we've got to dust ourselves down and and, and get you yeah. know get ready to go. We've got another. Yeah. The next three Premier League games are so tough. They are for different reasons. Listen, mm. we might end up beating Spurs at Goodison. Who knows? I'd put Silky up front. Well, it's all on Shaggy Silk now. Let's have a look at the match stats from the game. Uh, Everton won Luton two, 14 attempts at goal each, just two on target for Everton, five for Luton. Uh, no big chances for the Blues, three for Luton. 46% possession, too much, too much possession. Um, Honestly, very quickly before we go, I do have to mention Jao Virginia. He did make yeah, a boss, couple of really, really good. The one from Adebayo when Brantwaite tried to gamble saves. was a tremendous two save. Massive saves. Uh, and he made the other one from a header, which is back in the corner, and he got across. Brave, it's kicking atrocious kicking's at times. Like sometimes he just wellied it away when we struggled yeah, to get the ball. No, but no. his goalkeeping, he's positive. Yeah. Couldn't do anything with either goal. I thought he'd give another good another good account of really himself. Really good account for himself. It is it's food for thought, isn't it? Mm. Not saying to replace Pickford. No, no, no. But it is food for thought in terms of Does he get a new contract? It's one they, of them. It, well that's it, isn't it? The, the, that's the the question is. Do Everton look at him now and go, he could be our number one if we if we need money? The problem you've Everton have got is, and this again, you know, no one's trying to sell Jordan Pickford, but Jordan Pickford himself might get to the end of the season and go, and if Everton haven't got mm. the points back or whatever, and go, oh, another relegate, like three yeah. relegate, when does this change, whatever? 
I'm not saying it would happen. But by Everton the way. might have to. Everton might. But have Everton to, might have to look. Have to look, mightn't he? And if they if they did have to look, then Virginia would. You'd look at them after those performances and go, "It's not let us down in those games." He's okay. And and, and yes, Seems the, okay, the kicking is the the kicking would have to be worked on, refined a little bit. Uh, just a choice sometimes when he was there's one towards the end of the game where he kicked the ball straight back to him and I just thought didn't need to do that. He can he, kick he, he, no, he can the kick. distance he and that's good and he's confident with the ball. He hits a couple out brilliantly to Michalenko and one to Patterson, but it's the choices, yeah, yeah, isn't it? it? That's it's it. the choice. And that's that's a young player, but mm. I think he looks he's come out and took a couple as well, which I think don't think Pickford would have took. Mm. So there's that side. I, I do think I'm not sitting here going, I don't make him man number one, but what I'm no, saying no. is that if a decision had to be made and you didn't have the, you go just give you could make maybe make Virginia number one. He's not going to be as good as Pickford, of course. He's no. not going to be as good as Pickford. But these are the difficult decisions Everton are going to have to make because this is where we are as a club, and it's fucking horrible. We gotta just look at everything, haven't we? But he don't regardless of whether he at least the, the biggest thing I took from it is he's a very competent number yeah. two. It seems, and that's Does good. Seem. Which puts pressure on Pickford to improve. Mm. And that's good. That yeah. can only be a good thing. But listen, we have got to dust ourselves down. We've got two huge league games this week, and both are massive, really for us. Fulham will be tough. We, they've got our card mark lately. It'll be another that tough game. And then Spurs, who we, we just don't beat it. Goodison will be a tough one. Doesn't mean we can't beat them, but it'll be another tough one. And I'm hoping, the time of recording this, I'm hoping that Ivory Coast wins. So it's a guy can get back in the squad. The way for tonight for that. We'll see, we'll see. Let us know what you think in the comments section. Are you disappointed by going out? Are you fuming that we've gone out? Or are you more philosophical and like, this this team really just needs to play one game a week? But how are you, how are you sat there? Do the subs, lack of subs at times, annoy you? Or are you, are you cool with everything at the minute? The only positive for me, well, mm. there was a negative, and there was a negative I was thinking of at the match, and the negative was, God, we don't even get a free weekend because of this. Mm. And then the positive after that was, but if Liverpool get through to the quarters, people will get St. Patrick's weekend off. Is that when we play them, is it? That's when we play, and that'll be moved. Oh, and they've only got, like, the... A National League reserve team at home or something like they always get up in the FA Cup. Fair play, no, that's like, gotta make sure they pull that out. Of course. To be fair, they went and they went and won. Clap celebration or running. Oh, of course, so yeah. You've got to have everything so that it's perfect. Come on, City. Um, we'll see, listen, whatever. Whatever. Let us know, like we said, what you think in the comments section. Well, we're just going through the comments on Trophy TV Premier Live right now. So we will see you later. Bye.